Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 7th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing all right. You know, I wasn't uh, I wasn't prepared for the NFL uh, gol- agronomy, you know, intersection that was going to come my way yesterday. The Bears are planning to install Bermuda grass on the field, a warm season grass in Chicago. At Soldier Field. At Soldier Field to... Uh, to, What's the rationale? Well, What's the they, historically they year in year out right. have the worst turf in in yep. all of um, really the NFL. So I don't know. It'll, I guess Kansas City and Indianapolis used this 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 coach Eberflus. I guess is one of the one of the driving forces behind it, which is amazing. You know that an NFL coach might be able to have the. Uh, you know, the crossover agronomy knowledge, but I've reached out to a few turf professionals and <laughs> is this like, uh, you know, Thomas Bjorn setting up Le golf national the way he wants. You have Everflus creating the turf. That's advantageous or Notre Dame when they grew it out against Reggie Bush, just trying to get the turf that's advantageous to the bears. I don't, yeah, I don't get that. I'm trying to understand what the, what, like in December it'll be, Dormant, no? Yeah, I mean, so what, what, I guess uh, I guess one of the things that these uh, turf professionals that I've reached out to have told me is it, it will go brown. But the thing about it is that these places, you know, replace your turf. They replace their turf two, three times a year, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. The, the, the problem is, like, they're comparing it to Kansas City and Indianapolis. The, India, Indy's a dome. And they're a lot warmer than Chicago. Indy? Oh, yeah. A lot? Yeah. Like in the fall, they just have like a longer okay. fall. I, I went to school okay. in Champaign. It, like, it, it extends right, a couple all weeks. All right. Um, okay. So it'll be, uh, it'll be, <laughs> I think it'll be way better in the beginning of the year. It'll be faster. But uh, what, a, what a story we have. Here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. You know, the big thing's going to be in January, you know. What's it like? Right. I guess that right. you know, the, aesthetically it won't be great, but if it plays fine, then who cares? The one thing we don't have to worry about is that uh, the Bears will not be playing into the postseason. So and will not be hosting home games. <laughs> home. <laughs> no. No, that's good. That's good. Speaking of this sort of slow creep into fall, <clears throat> I just want to caution people. I saw it today. Don't be the guy that jumps the gun. It was bordering 70 degrees, 71 degrees today here. I asked Alexa, what's the humidity? 99% humidity, 71 degrees. It does not mean you have to put on a hoodie. Look, we're all, or a vest, we're all eager to get that crisp fall air, you know. You tried to stunt our pro shop sales? Wear some layers. I just like you see the guy. You look like a doofus. It's it's 100% humidity and like 75 degrees. You don't need to be in the hoodie and the joggers or whatever else you're eager to put on as the fall kind of 
reintroduces ourself, itself into our lives. I'm eager for it too. I want it, but just don't be that guy. Same way on the other end. We're in flip-flops when it gets you know above 60. All right. Uh, I, I hear you're not having an issue with the crisp weather out there. Crisp air. It's a bit of a heat wave. Record, <laughs> I think record highs two days in a row. For uh, weather talk, everybody loves weather talk. Yeah, here. so we're in the midst of the heat wave. I have, it out. I have no <laughs> AC. I live in a place that, like you, you don't need AC more than like five to ten days a year. Uh, old house, don't have AC, and uh, it's been rough. It's been tough couple days. Tensions have been high as they get, you know, in in the house with with hot a hot two year old, and uh, you know everybody's you know. When you're bound indoors in a place that you're not supposed to be, it's, it's, it can be tough. The, shed, the um, shed's been real hot. <laughs> Let's get to the main event of the week, and that is the BMW PGA Championship event of the at week. Wentworth. Is it? Yeah, okay. why not? I thought the mid-am, I guess mid-am goes to next Thursday. You could go to that event of the week next week. I noticed there's no TV for mid-am. I'm wondering, as far as I can tell, I wonder what's going on there. Usually you get a little bit of coverage. All right, BMW PGA is your event of the week. Um, a lot of it's centered around the commingling of live players, PGA Tour players, DP World Tour players, uh, it, under the one roof or whatever, under one castle. Don't they have that like sort of the castle at the, the clubhouse with the with the guards at the top, you know, with the odd looking turrets or whatever it is. Um, they're all there this week. I would say thus far as someone who loves a few, loves the drama, loves content, God's delivering war of words. I've been mostly unmoved. I've been, uh, I've been sort of, eh. and maybe that's just sort of fatigue at the end of a year of a war of words and contrasting opinions. Maybe that's what it is. But I don't know. It just hasn't been that explosive. <clears throat> Billy Boy got a lot of headlines yesterday for calling out some names. Rory was, I think, a little more diplomatic, getting off a couple, you know, seventy-two hole jokes about how those live counterparts might tire out on Sunday. Uh, the can they make it to a fourth day? Um, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Gooch, Gooch ba- tweet, t- clap back at Billy Boy. Talor, Talor Gooch tweeting over the top of. Uh, I don't know. I guess it wasn't even Billy Boy, but you know, he brought some receipts about Billy Boy's record, DP World Tour. He basically hasn't played the DP World Tour aside from like five, six events. Everything else has been WGC. And he insinuated that he majors. was paid an appearance fee to play certain events. Sure, sure. I think that sort of obfuscates why T- Talor is here, but I, I guess you know it's a, a solid rebuttal uh, to Billy Boy's crack. Um, Pelly, Keith, and Scott, both, uh, not you know, just not doing the Pelly name any good, in my opinion, so far this week. I've got but, a question: Who's been more listless with the live stuff, Pelly or Monahan? Who's been less well, inspiring as a leader? I think Monahan. I think Pelly's starting from a position of weakness and. Has he fumbled away different opportunities? Probably. I think Jay Monahan um, was obviously in a much more advantageous position, and you know you just can't help but think back to what happened between January to I don't know June fifth, and we're moving on legacy, not leverage, and sort of Rory having to pull it all together this summer. Um, I would say Monahan. 
Is that what would you differ in that? Pelly is just sort of on the match and trying to flounder around and stay alive from the beginning. I think Pelly is at least taking meetings. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's explored his options. Now you could you could say maybe he made the wrong decision, maybe he's done this and and like you said, he's been in a very bad position. You know, like not a good, not a strong position at all. Essentially, going to probably seed the the most popular world tour um, to live. Um, but at the same time, I, I respect that he's actually listened. You know, explored options, and you know, I think yeah, I think I'd I'd go with uh, I'd go. Pelly's been the better leader. Which is, he is also this the is first not a compliment. Who, I'm gonna just say because I don't think he's necessarily done a great a crowded job. field. I mean, he was also the one that first wet the Saudis' appetite. Now they would have found somebody else, but he did sort of bring them into the tent, but with the first kind of sanctioned big time. Maybe for that tour, he's, tour he should event. be considered the. He's the guy that Visitor. brought the Trojan horse into the castle. Yeah, that could be. Could be. Uh, he did come pretty bland and vanilla today, I would say, trying to get facts, not fiction or drama. Let me read off Scott Pelly. Shit, Keith Pelly. God damn it. Keith Pelly. Uh, this is Wednesday, uh, September 7th, this press conference ahead of their flagship event. <clears throat> there are a lot of irrational and ludicrous comments on social media, a lot from people with only a handful of followers and many accounts of which have only been set up in the last couple of months. Do we need the commissioner of a major tour to address bots, the bot infestation? I don't understand why he's going down that road. That doesn't seem like a substantive issue to battle right now. Given the nature of the medium, they could sometimes garner as much attention as a well-respected commentator or a knowledgeable, incredible journalist. I don't know. A lot of people quibble with that, too. It is easy to get dragged down by the live propaganda machine, churning out negative news stories and misinformation about the poor state of the traditional golfing world, including our tour. This is definitely the most divisive period in any sport I've ever been involved in. The one thing I want to do this morning, this is Wednesday, is take away all the background noise and look at the cold, hard facts. As a result of our partnership and the investment of the PGA Tour, our prize funds are guaranteed for the next five years. Look. They brought stability with the alliance for themselves. Now, they had to do something, right? Like they couldn't proceed as status quo. So I think it is important to note that they accomplished something with the alliance. In fact, this they are guaranteed to grow year over year, regardless of what happens with any of our stakeholders, partners, or sponsors. Outside the majors and the 1WGC, which now remains, our members will play for $144 million next year, and that will rise <clears throat> through every year to 162 million by 2027. That doesn't seem like a lot no. in 2027 based <laughs> does, on the doesn't seem state like something that you golf. should be pumping. But your chest it's growing, <laughs> I guess. <clears throat> in an ever-changing and challenging global landscape, that is a remarkable position for us to be in. We have stability for the next five years and a long-term option to continue after that for another eight years. We have certainty in an uncertain time. So I mean we have certainty. It's like we found a band-aid. We're not dead. We have certainty that we will be effectively the corn fair the European corn ferry tour with this deal with, with the uh, PGA tour. And we'll have a few big time events with them co sanctioned. Uh right. Right. 
It's and he took on Liv. He goes, We've tried to work with the Saudis, but they remain determined to set up a new series outside of our current ecosystem. That's created conflict. Uh he's, he talked about how you know Liv and the tour are involved in a power struggle that pits corporate America versus a sovereign state with eye-watering sums of money, uh, money on both sides and markets that we play in, that uh, is not possible to generate. So, um, I don't know. It, it, it's He's bringing cold, hard facts, like he said, I guess. Um, Maybe he should have a TV show or a podcast called Cold, Hard Facts. He got the feeder tour question a bit. Uh, a feeder tour is a tour that exists purely to allow players to get to the next level. The challenge tour is a feeder tour and the corn Ferry tour is a feeder tour. Is this week a tournament that is on a feeder tour? The BMW PGA. I, I, all this drama aside, I'm kind of excited for the BMW PGA. Great field. I mean, with this great field, this mix of live boys and, uh, you know, some interlopers from the PGA tour uh, and, and a lot of the, Heavy hitters. Here's from, here from would Europe. be my my response to to Scott Pelly. Keith, <laughs> did you do that on purpose? I did do that on purpose. Okay, I do, I swear to God, I do not do it on purpose anymore. I already did it once. Okay, what would what would this Never did what would purpose. this field look like if you took all the the live live boys names out of it that are here to pick up some world ranking points? Um, it would be reduced, which is, you know, what we've tried to so highlight that Liv isn't a bunch of chops. So uh, this, this field would at this point. be quite reminiscent. It would be reminiscent of a average PGA Tour event. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think like what the comp might be. Travelers? Not even travelers. S- yeah. Something in that realm. I suppose. So be a, right. be a, a, an average PGA tour event without, but not a feeder tour event. And, is and, what he's. And claiming, then when you look, at, and then when to. you look at what what do the best players from your tour immediately do when they have the chance to? Right. They leave your tour right. for the PGA tour, which hence makes you a feeder tour. It's a glorified feeder tour, and I do not mean this, but this is the position that it has been cast into and I think Liv is going to continue to squeeze it into that because the Euro Tour continues to have to try to you know get some relevance through the PGA Tour and at the PGA Tour's you know beckoning they're they're essentially the PGA Tour's lapdog right I I, I would right it's a place to play a it's not what it was. It never will be. Um, I think the PGA Tour has consolidated power. They have. Um, and that was over a long, you know, many years based on money, uh, world rankings points. I think that he was asked that in this players meeting. They expect to be, they expect it to be just like hollering, shouting at each other. And it sounds like the Live Boys came in with a plan to be quiet. Ian Poulter read off three questions. This was a John Huggin report on Golf Digest from Virginia Water, one of your favorite. I love you love that that dateline. Virginia Water, England, not Virginia's water, but Virginia Water. Do you think uh, they bottled up some some uh, water from? <laughs> does the Potomac go through there? Virginia go through. Where, yeah, I mean it borders both. Yeah, so they maybe borders. bottled some up from from the Potomac, brought it back to 
<laughs> Wentworth. Or the James and- River, anywhere. There's <laughs> many rivers in Virginia where they could have taken it back over there. Um, what, a, what a serpentine logic that would be. That's why they named it. Um, so it sounds like Poulter came in with three questions he read off his phone, apparently from a lawyer. This is according to Huggin. Or the looks from a lawyer. Um, he asked about the accusation that the DP World Tour is nothing more than a feeder tour. The fact concerned that uh, the second was about how the top 10 players now via the strategic alliance from the DP World Tour will gain PGA Tour cards at the end of each season, essentially plucking them. The third was whether Pelly thought the tour would lose sponsors in the future. And they sort of, he quickly addressed that. Sergio apparently also asked if they would be able to play in, in, in Rome for the Ryder Cup. He says, you can keep earning points, but a lot can happen in the next 12 months. And that was his only answer. And that was kind of it. It was like a 25-minute meeting. So I think this notion of feeder tour and the handing off of the top 10 guys getting cards will remain. Yeah, how about that? Uh, how about, if, if, that's, if that's the cherry at the end of the road, 10, 10 PGA Tour cards, doesn't that make you just like the Court Ferry Tour, except you have less cards? A little bit, a little bit. Now, the only other thing, look, I think they're going to the alliance maybe more than what we see Rory, right now. We talked about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. But all we can go on is what we've seen of this alliance for the last whatever it's been, 18 months, two years, and what we've been announced, right? And it's it's sort of hard to be impressed by anything that the DP World Tour has gotten out of it, aside from certainty in an uncertain time um but like it's not a lot at this point now does it seem to have them set up roy talks about i know what's coming down the pipeline he said um could there be more genesis scottish open type events that are hefty purses that are international that amplify the dp world tour now i would also say that that gets into an issue with like the dp world tour loyalists getting bumped out the same thing that the that rom's talking about yeah Rob. with like his buddy being the first alternate getting booted by you know answer and gooch i mean that happens at the scottish open too because scotty scheffler and xander and everybody comes over to play so you know what I mean? It's, I guess, if if the elevated series, and I, it seems like Rory is alluding to the elevated series maybe dipping its toe into international markets. Is that how you read that? Yeah. Or am I am I reading correctly between the lines? And it doesn't seem like it's it's going to be a twenty twenty three thing. And this is the issue for the Euro Tour is that time doesn't really. I don't feel like time's really on their side. They're they're on yeah, a downward trajectory as a tour. I don't know if they'd say that. Well, yeah, sure. Like from the Sevy and Woozy and yeah, Lyle like and literally Lerner and- even from the early two thousands when you had Westy and and Sergio and and Mon- Monty still playing and Ernie played a ton yeah. like. They are they are on like a consistent even from the early two thousand like the late two thousand like when Rory ascended and Rory was still playing there a lot like Rory doesn't play there very much it's, you know he comes and plays in the fall but he does not does not really can I just 
Can I just call out Poulter and Westy and those guys for that? Poulter is as Orlando in as like Mickey Mouse at this point, right? <laughs> and I get that he's been a loyalist or, or I don't know. I get that he's like played on the European tour, but they are using that to obfuscate the reason Poulter, Westy, and Sergio are using the DP World Tour, getting body like sort of under the thumb of the PGA Tour. They're correct in those assessments. But they're using that as cover for their own decision to go take the money for Liv. Of course. Like it's obfuscating the issue of why they left. And they're like they're making correct claims and accusations about the DP World Tour getting sort of cornered by the PGA Tour and hollowed out. That's accurate. But they're also using it as this total cloak to cover up their own decision for Liv. That's separate and apart from that. Every, and every I, person on. that's getting quoted is is operating under some personal bias, right? Like right. Kelly's saying right. we've never been in a better position when they clearly have never been in a worse position because he's using it under the cloak of some revenue bullshit <laughs> projections of, of yeah. you know, how they're increasing purses and all this stuff. But they've never been in a worse position in terms of top players, which is... You know, at the end of the day, the the biggest currency in golf is where are the top players playing, right? That's yeah. the most important thing. I mean, Rory, Rory is is spinning this in a way like I I you know I'm a fan of what Rory's doing, but let's not let's not talk let's not act like Rory hasn't operated under some leverage. Him and Tiger have started a startup company that got Murrow. the blessing. Of the PGA Tour. He has used his leverage. Everybody here is is operating under some bias, right? And, you know, you can have... I, I personally am a fan of what McElroy and Tiger are but doing. But some have better intentions than others. Yes, exactly. They're, they all... But they're all... All these people that are getting in front of the mic, maybe except for Billy Boy, are spinning something. Because <laughs> Billy Boy might not be smart enough to spin anything. He's just getting started, up there and making proclamations. <laughs> I st- I talked to myself as like a nut. Listen, I'm reading some of these things. I almost wanted to tweet this. I think he's now cannon fodder, Billy. <laughs> like they just put him on that horse, like Charlie. <laughs> they know he's gonna take. They're gonna pay. He's gonna get the gooch pop back, but he just doesn't care. He's he's willing and eager and enthusiastic ca- cannon fodder. They throw him out there from the mic, and he just starts. Spout it off, and everybody's oh, name it names. You won't believe it. And he's gonna take return fire, and they just he's happy to do it. Cannon fodder, Billy. Um, anyway, so let's get back. So, anyways, Go ahead. Go ahead. with that, like you know, the European tour, they are not, I, I don't think they might get the Genesis this year, right? Coming up, Scottish or the Scott, yeah. the Scottish is their like flagship, you know, ele- elevated event. But in years going forward, hope it sounds like Rory is alluding to they might get more. And what does that mean? So if there's what I see real quick, events? Says, what you're going to see is the bigger European events incorporated into the January to August time frame. The, the two tours are going to run side by side. Does that mean the no. BMW is going to change dates? Man, that's a lot of golf, a lot of travel. What's how's Rom gonna feel about his buddy when 
you got all the PGA Tour coming over when, you know, Max Homa's coming over and taking his buddy's spot. And when, you know, guys that have never played the European Tour are taking his spot, like, you know, Cam Young but and think about what, Sungjae and call that, Tom Kim. But think about what happened at the Scottish Open this year. That was a co-sanctioned event. You're going to see that quite a bit more of that going forward. Um, what what are those? Like see, what what so, what else is that? So Scottish, here's the question, right? Wentworth. Is the European Tour better off if their best events are still their own, or if they are just PGA Tour events that are in Europe? That are in, yeah. Because that's, I think, what Rory's proposing. Well, I'll say, like, you know, it's weird having the live guys there. But this is truly a better setup for the European Tour with them there and the PGA Tour players there than if it was just the PGA Tour invades uh, uh, Virginia water for a week. And it's just a PGA Tour event, and you never see those guys on the European Tour again. Yeah, but their alliance doesn't. You know, exactly. This is where I think like their them. alliance has could kind of hurt them because they've lost. Eh. They lose their brand. What was the other alternative? See, this I, is think a they, I think situation. they need to have if they can get a few more Scottish Open type deals where yes, guys get bumped for stronger fields and it's kind of a PGA Tour event just in Europe is better than counting on. Sam Horsfield to come play a few more events, live guys. Like, I just don't think like they would still be at the mercy of like uh, uh, uncertainty. Like Westy and Poulter don't have much longer. And they're, I mean, they're not bringing home the bacon anymore in a way that, or, you know, they're not marketable in a way that having Xander and Shoffley and Scheffler and even Tommy can't like, I don't know. It, it just, I, I don't think there was an alternative and what they have, what they ended up with was maybe the best of a lot of not ideal options that, that don't pay a ton of um, homage to its history and its independence. Yeah. I mean, it's just, they were in a really shitty position and I don't think they're in a better, a noticeably better position because they've lost their identity and they're, the tour is going to do what they did to the Western Open. You know, <laughs> it always comes back. <laughs> it's that in, in a couple of years, the, the European tour is going to be completely unrecognizable. And, and and devoid of history. We'll be seeing graphics oh. of, of when Kevin Kisner wins at Wentworth, all the great, you know, Wentworth winners. There'll be Kevin Kisner duking it out with uh, trying to think of some with uh, with Harris English, two guys that <laughs> <laughs> that know nothing about the European tour and its history. Couldn't couldn't pick out Europe on a map wholeheartedly, the entire continent, maybe. Um, Maybe, maybe that's the way. I'm pretty, it goes. I, I think that's a pretty good two guys to have Duke out of for a European PGA title. Can and you then think what about the two, other ones? Two what less, happens to everything two else? Less, like worldly people. Give it time on the PGA tour. I mean, it could you know shake a stick and you hit 25. <laughs> I, I, you know, um, it, I think what happens to the other ones is also an interesting question. Rory called it out. He goes. Uh, now, am I going to go play? I don't know the Dutch Open. The Dutch Probably Open. not. I haven't played the Dutch Open in ten years. Not to pick on that tournament. Um, tough scene for the Dutch. 
Do you think they should get the they should they should give an exemption to the Dutch boy? Because this niche <laughs> golf podcast yeah. gave some ridiculous esoteric nickname, they should give him an exemption. Ricky Barnes. Once played well, but Ricky mandate Barnes. that he has to play in his Hawaiian shirt from the US Amateur. Like, that's the way to keep the integrity and Dutch on boy, the, yeah. the European tour, whatever it's called. Uh, anything else on this war of words? We'll get to the actual tournament here in a minute. Like, Did anyone's points stand out to you? Rob, Billy mean- Boy, uh, Rory's cracks. Scott Pelley... Ah, Keith Pelly is such a dork. He was asked what he would say to a live player who won this week's BMW PGA. I said, I would go up and I would shake his hand and I would say, you've beaten 143 players in a 72-hole tournament, which we believe is a true testament to the game of golf. I mean, it's just, I guess he can't say more, but it's just not a, not a, it's a nerdy retort. But um, what were you going to say? Who's your, what, anything to leave an impression on you among all these comments? Yeah, I, I guess, like, I don't know. I go back and forth on Rom's comments about what, what are they there for world ranking points? Of course they are. Like, but let's not act like the world, the, the like, let's not act like the world golf rankings are like this, like, high democratic, like, very open to new ideas, like, and they've shut down live for reasons. Like, the the world golf rankings is effectively run by the by the organizations the uh, the European Tour and the PGA Tour and the USGA and all of these people like of course they're there for world ranking points like they they Is can't get them playing at live choice? but then at that's the Hero World Challenge they're they're going to get them Rom's going to get yeah it is a consequence of their choice but like i i i am not this is not a pro live comment, well, but if the yes, that's, fucking that's hero world challenge glaring gets world ranking yeah. points, the, then live events should get world ranking uh, points. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think it, uh, it does seem fluid depending on who's hosting the event. Like they had that Belgian knockout deal getting world ranking points a couple of years ago on the European tour. I mean, that like the sixes and all those, I, I just, it can be fluid. Um, I don't know, but the, the, there are laid out criteria, and the but, live has I not mean, met yeah, like, a, they're there like seven of them or whatever it is. There's a bunch of criteria. You have to be in operation for a f- handful of years. They just don't want these fly by night. And I'm not suggesting live is one of those, but fly by night operations all of a sudden be you know not poisoning, but sort of corrupting the world rankings. And I'm not suggesting like live is one of them, but they have these pretty strict criteria to prevent others from doing that. I don't know. So. Yeah. And I, and like, listen, like live could easily expand their field sizes and, and go to 72 holes and all of a sudden, you know, then so you're okay with uh, Gooch and Answer and those guys coming to play for world rankings points. That 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 appeals to you, or that that taste that that's you find that tasteful. It doesn't appeal acceptable. to me, but like, here's what I'll, I'll I'll go back to the point, and this is like obviously the court mandated the judge to yeah allow these guys to play right. Whatever the they judge call a mandated, judge in, right? They they the can UK. play, and that's Somehow. why they're playing. Yeah. 
is this tournament considerably better than it would have been if the European tour had their way and banned them? Is it no. it does it have more interest? Does it no, have of course more... not. It's, 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 it has what? the most interest it's had in years because of this kind of commingling of live guys and also guys that are real golf talents and have demonstrated it on the PGA Tour up until June or July or whenever they left. You know what I mean? Let me ask you another question. Would the FedEx Cup playoffs have been more interesting if the live yeah. boys had been able to play the qual that's not like i mean that's like uh, that's just like this content god appraisal of it not the way businesses need to be run so my my greater point is that you know i've talked a lot about not banning guys and this is why because you know the hope for the Dutch Open on uh, the European tour is that guys yeah. need to go play for world ranking points. That's the only way, as Rory threw it under the bus, but, you know, if they allow world ranking points and they are an opposite of a, a live field, you got to, I like, and the thing is, is like, that's, I, I kind of think where the European tour has a, a hope, you know, and obviously I think the live is going to be pushing Asian tour events. But I think the top players in the world would probably prefer to play in Europe over like, you know, the yeah, far flung yeah. far east. where you are for live. I mean, maybe live, you're already in whatever, Australia, Bangkok, something like that. You could, you know, add it. I don't know. They're going to have 14 events. They're going to have to play so much freaking golf, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. th- that, that talking point is. But they've been compensated. If they don't get world ranking points, it, I mean, and who knows how long this judge, I don't think that this, uh, this stays for long, but this tournament is considerably better. You know what was considerably better this here. summer? My visits to the pool and my gooder sunglasses. That's a weak ass segue, but you know, we're <laughs> trying to do that as a joke nowadays. Um, you can go to gooder.com, use the promo code. Is it SGS 15 or SGS? I think it's just SGS. We've only been doing this for the last six months or whatever it is. SGS gets you 15% off at gooder.com. You know, the crisp air may be arriving. You may need your sweatshirt or your vest or your joggers or whatever it may be. But the sun is not going away. And to protect yourself from the sun, to look cool, to look edgy, to look... However, you, you know, there's you can explore every frontier of creative expression, personal expression at gooder.com because they have like every color under the sun. They've got licensing deals with various, you know, uh, superhero movies. I guess the Tour de France, which is I mistakenly got Tour de France sunglasses, but I I got them because they look good. Uh, I think they have a, a licensing deal with the Rolling Stones. Anyways, you can go through all sorts of different ways to express yourself and protect yourself with uh, what are they polarized? No slip, no bounce. They're polarized. They're they're no yeah no slip no yeah. they're active sunglasses for everyone. You I got did? I got Your my uh, small boys pencil head or what dime head is that what you yeah. call it? How, how do they how do they fit? Dime head. 
They fit well. They're good. They're really? uh, they're great. God, I got a three lot of pair. our own money in, and, in uh, the gooder yeah. in the last three months or so. Yeah. Well, it's great. You know, I just. I mean, here's the thing. We could, yeah, I could email somebody and probably get a, but it's just like these are affordable to the extent where I feel like, okay, I could go on and buy. Yeah. So if they're $250, you wouldn't try to play like, hey, I'm a big shop podcaster. Can I get a pair of sunglasses? Because we're your partner. But they're $25. I'll take my money. I'll spend my own money. All right. They're also uh, 100% carbon neutral. So, you know, as California is in that. this I wouldn't know what the hell that wave. means, but you I don't want to make this a global Why is a sunglass carbon neutral? What does that even mean? How they're transported, how they're produced, how they're made? I I'm not, I don't know. I, I'm not I think it's all, all the, the claim. I just don't it. even know what that means, how you get to be carbon neutral. But that's good. That sounds that sounds good. Listen, it's the same way that you get to be the gold uh, standard. I mean, well, that is our podcast carbon neutral. Can we start they to say, say everything's that our organic these days? Neutral? You, know, you get fruit snacks for your kid that are organic. Mac and cheese is organic. I don't even know what that means, but all right. Um, moving on, let's get to uh, that's gooder G O O D R. Use the promo code SGS. All right, moving on. Let's finish out our schedule for the week. We talked about. Um, the BMW PGA Championship or Wentworth. What? Oh, I lost my my schedule for the week page. Um, BMW PGA. That's seven a.m. to one p.m. on the Eastern United States. So that's good coffee golf. Back at it. You know they'll have some really strong field playing in every uh, TV window. On Sunday it goes seven to twelve thirty. So seven a.m. Wake up. Flip on the BMW PGA Golf Channel. Can I ask you one question? Getting back to this live sort of commingling thing. Yeah. Do you think the claim that these guys aren't going to be competitively sharp like when they get over to 72 hole events is a valid one that holds weight? Like, is Westy played well last week? Does that, was that just like he might as well have been playing squash or putt-putt or a different game and, and it won't translate to, it's just a new ball game now, now he's in the big leagues? I just... I don't know about this whole won't be competitively sharp when they go to the majors kind of thing for the live guys. I think if we're talking yeah. about there's two yeah. months since their last tournament and or they haven't played and, you know, they've played one event in the last six weeks. No, I don't. I don't think no, this is I a ex- claim at all. I like those guys played a golf tournament last week. You know, it was an exhibition, as people like to call it. But, like, they played golf, and they counted, they hit cups, and they counted their score. And that's generally what you need to do to be competitively sharp. And I don't think if you play three rounds versus four, it makes that much of a significant of a difference, right? I'm having trouble, like, with that one. I mean, Gary Player was trotting that out. Like, you're not going to be sharp. I just don't know. Like now, if if Liv, or if Westy goes and shoots 76, 76, or whoever played well last week shoots, you're, they're going to trot it out. You're going to hear that. Oh, well, that wasn't like an actual prep or that, you know, this is a different game. Continuing on with our schedule for the week, we have the Kroger Queen City Championship in uh, Cincinnati. The LPGA, uh, this is a new deal. Going from Sylvania, they're staying out, out west. 
and going right down whatever highway is in the Western Ohio into Kentucky uh, for the Queen City Championship, Kroger Queen City Championship. What is that? Kenwood? Is that the name of the country club? Um, Kenwood. Home, true. home game that's for the right. Precision Pro Boys. Home game for the Precision Pro Boys. We'll have to do a flashback, right? He better be. I wonder if Eric's going to be out. be out there. Um, yeah, you've met Eric's him, right? Eric's such a good dude. In per- I met the other Eric, I think, or a second. Yeah. There's, there's multiple Eric's now. It's a growing and thriving company, apparently, with ample room for, uh, for multiple Eric's. Um, so, yeah, that's your LPGA event. Pretty strong field. A lot of attention. Not, not a lot, but, but become a catnip story is uh, this 14-year-old, Monday qualifying, three weeks in a row. Gianna Clemente. Pretty good, fourteen. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, I was. What were you doing being at fourteen? An idiot somewhere, which hasn't changed, but definitely being a little punk, caddying probably. Definitely not not Monday qualifying. Um, continuing on with our schedule for the week, we have on the Champions Tour the Ascension Charity Classic, which I know you're you're very excited about this week. The Ascension Charity Classic. Do you know where that is? Could you tell me where that is? I Ascension Charity Classic. Um, I'm going to go with okay. like upstate it's New York. Norwood Hill Golf Course, which I still am not clear on where that would be in the world. Maybe, maybe, maybe St. Louis. Yeah, I think it's St. Louis. Yes. Norwood Hills Country Club. So Ascension, oh. if you're, you know, Nelly, get oh, everybody yeah. out there. Darius Miles, get them all out to the Ascension Charity Classic in the Lou. Um, I think that's it for schedule for the week. U.S. Mid-Am is starting. Think about if they dumped the 60 million of the of the of the senior tour into the into the Euro tour, how much better those numbers would look yeah. and sound. Uh, so that's your schedule for the week. The three three pro events on the Euro, LPGA, and Champions Tour. And then you have the U.S. Mid-Am starting. I think Stroke Play starts on Saturday. So I don't think we'll see that on TV. Let's do some quick news. Uh, Ricky Fowler going back to Butch Harmon, apparently. I don't think Butch was like coach anymore, but maybe as just sort of a consultant. But he, he is parted ways with, I believe his old coach was John Tillery. So who knows what that may mean. Ricky I don't know. Changing it up again. Uh, the President's Cup picks are in on both sides. We had recorded, I think, before the international team, Trevor Emblemann rounded out his team. So I'll, I'll read those off. The auto qualifiers, or I'm sorry, full roster now is Hideki, Tom Kim, Sunjay M, Mido, Adam Scott, Corey Connors, Christian Bezadenhout, Taylor Pendrith, Bassi Munoz, Cam Davis, Siwoo Kim and KH Lee, those last, whatever, five, six, six were were, uh, captain's picks. Do you have any reaction to those? Pendrith matching with the Canadian. They had two Koreans with Siwoo. Now they now have four Koreans. Like the international side is, it's a different challenge. Like you have to think really micro in terms of partnerships, right? Not just world rankings. A lot of people were upset that Ryan Fox didn't make it. He's a top five, a top 50 OWGR player. Not a lot of people. I just saw some objection to Ryan Fox. Burly boy, not making it. But you have KH Lee, Siwoo Kim, Tom Kim, and Sanjay Im as sort of a pod, I would imagine. I guess Cam Davis, maybe with Adam Scott, Connors and Pendrith. 
are, are a natural. Uh, Mito is probably going to play with Bassey. So it's just kind of trying to patch it together after obviously losing a lot of talent for Liv. Yeah, and I think like Pendrith, a lot of people made this point, but Pendrith is super long. He's a good fit at at, uh, Quail Hollow. You know, you, you... I think that... Trevor Immelman did the best uh, with a with a shitty hand that he had. You know, obviously this team would look a lot different if uh, if the yep. live defectors were were on it, right? And I think it'd be a much more. What? You know what's what? aged really bad for me? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> my take that the the Presidents Cup started would be so more well this year than with the all those Cup international wins like over Cam the next Smith thirty years, Kapalua and, and Hideki at Sony. It's over now. Well. Say they went to the to the women's and men's competition, <laughs> which the tour the... will never do because yeah. that would uh, that would impact their bottom line. Let's let's be clear that the the only reason the Presidents Cup exists is that they saw the cash cow that the Ryder Cup was and said, "How can we copy it and 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 create something that with uh, that creates a similar amount of money for us?" Um, but the uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think he did the best he can. They're, he could, right? What do you think? Do you want to do a bunch of analysis, Splits get hardcore like into Davis this, like the, hardcore yeah, into the weeds? Of... No, I think they're really good professional yeah. golfers that could win a, a four-day match play event on against anyone. Um, they will be heavy underdogs. And the U.S. has rounded out its team with Spieth, Morikawa, Homa, Billy Ho, Cameron Young and Kevin Kisner in that 12th spot, uh, more or less the Zalatoris injury spot. Kisner, unlike Taylor Pendrith, not a particularly good course fit. Um, we'll probably satiate the sake that social media. I, I don't know what this is. Like, is this like this is not to say he's a he's a dog player. He's really good. He did really well at the uh Press Cup at Liberty National, everybody did, more or less, on the roster. It was buddies with Phil doing his dances and things like that. He's just not a good course fit for Quail Hollow, and he's locker room guy. Well, I think the other thing is he's had a ton of success well, in yeah, the WGC match play. But he's a terrific right. course fit for, <laughs> for Austin. So I think that's like everybody always like, oh, look at how good this guy's played in the match play. But they forget that it's it's been held in the same course that favors certain types of skills every year. It'll be I mean, like and the thing about it is like if he does well, everybody's gonna be like, what a great match play player he is. And and like then he'll deserve some props. But at the same time, he's, you know, kind of could be beaten up on, you know, I mean, if he if he comes down to look. These events are still a little bit of a political game. Like, I know it's not as much as, like, the 80s and 90s when, like, you know, these different, like, Bible study groups would just put all their buddies on the team or, or you went to college with so like, or this guy's an asshole, he's not making it. Like, there's still some politics involved in how these match. Like, if you're not in the sort of task force group, you know, you have an, uh, you have an upper hand there if you are in it. Um, and Kisner's popular in the locker room is popular on social media. I don't know if he was the best pick. Joel Beal, is it going to matter? Is this like putting your kid on the 12th spot on the end of the bench, you know, because you're the coach kind of thing? Could be. But you know what? What my favorite part of, of Liv yeah. disrupting the President's Cup was? 
So we were we did not get any Kevin Na campaigning this year. That was delightful not to have to deal with. I mean, I want Kevin Na on these things for the content. He just finds a way to be a an irritant, piss people off. Um, but Joel Beale made the uh, uh, astute point. He goes, nothing against Kiz, but at 38, he's not in Team USA's long-term plans. But the Americans' overwhelming favorites would have been nice slash smart to get Sahith Thagala or Davis Riley into the mix, two guys who should be on 23 Ryder Cup radar, not the team. Another another one would have been Aaron Wise, who's playing incredible golf, you know, and is very young and is a good course fit because he drives the shit out of the ball. And, and Will Gray, you know. Will Gray's response to that, and I'm just reading tweets, but I, I thought, you know, there's the points I would make if I, if I entered my brain. Prez Cup earnestly wants to build its own identity and doesn't want to be viewed as a beta lab for the Ryder Cup. But in year 11, but a year when an 11-man U.S. roster would still be steep favorites, I would have killed more of a, I would have liked, I'm sorry, more of a, eh, let's see what this guy can do, dice roll in the 12 slot. So again, yeah, they don't want to be used as like a, let's blood guys for the Ryder Cup next year. They definitely don't want to be that. But uh, for excitement, I would have, you know, you got Cam Young, you got, like it would have been Zalatoris, the new, new blood anyways. I just do something else. Hey, uh, question. Who do you think the Golf Channel got on to talk about captain's picks? Um, Ernie? For an interview. Or for, for, the, for the U.S. picks? Um, for U.S. Furick? Who, who would it be? Stricker? I don't know. Billy Boy. Billy Boy. Come on! Oh, of course. I mean, oh, players. Billy Boy! He, he, I'm reading the captions. He calls himself a chameleon. He, he's he does he does whatever needs to be done to win. I he he's I, a he's cheerleader, a passionate guy. He he's not afraid to sit back and and let other people do this. their work. <laughs> do you think he's? I mean, he could he could annoy yes. some people. I, the the internationals are pretty docile group quite honestly for being there's not a sergio or a polter or even like a hatton or like come on it just who from the internationals has the best chance of being an irritant mito maybe (laughs) maybe see he did the shush didn't he shush at the he shushed the crowd or shushed it when he was like four down at the Statue of Liberty National? I think. Yeah. Um, there, uh, Mito or ba- I, I don't know. There's nothing that or one of the Canadians maybe that we don't know about. Um, they have some. <laughs> I didn't. Think I mean, so. Canadians can't be here. They got corrupted at Kent State, you know, where they got. A little bit of red ass in him. I don't know, but it, it's not a particularly con- contentious lot of people. I think Vito, right. because he's he's off to live right yeah. after the event, could yeah. be is the only hope. He could be a cancer no, in the clubhouse, so. though. Too, I don't think it'd be that. No. All right, that does it for this Wednesday episode. Thanks to Gooder for sponsoring. Thanks for your continued support. We'll be back Friday. 
little more Wentworth to react to, uh, probably a flashback, and we'll talk to you then.